it because you can't just assume someone's well, when's the last time d- you disability used status. Yeah. When's the last time you used the term? Uh, I use non-sighted oh, instead yep. of blind. I don't because blind is derogatory, but That's sometimes I feel like I do need to use it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've I often say it. Blind corner. A blind corner. Yeah. Um, but I unseeable start, corner. Yeah. I need to start taking that stuff out of my vocab. That's the correct terminology. But I felt like that's why I I quit competitive surfing. Did you? Yeah. Because of that. Yeah, well, it wasn't so much calling people blind or the unseeing. Yeah. It was more that I felt like I was being judged by people that were unseers. Yeah, like they were blind. They were blind, yeah. And I wasn't getting the scores that I should have been getting because I felt like the judges couldn't actually see what I was doing. Mm. I can see where you went wrong. Um, Well, they went wrong putting blind people in the judging panel. That's but what there's probably you're, the rage I've heard that you used at some of those times and the words you used, you could have gone with the unseen or unsighted. Yeah, and that's where you. I felt like I was getting into trouble and I didn't want to be seen as some guy who was extremely like discriminatory and, and a bigot, basically. We were because I was. I was getting in trouble because I was, you fucking dumb blind cunts, you yeah. know, to the judges when they would underscore me after a heat and I was just like, I can't be doing this. Like, yeah. You know, because it is, I didn't want to get in trouble from that. So that that's why I, I quit surfing. I mean, not surfing, quit competitive, competitive surfing. surfing. Yeah, and it would be a lot more helpful if the judges who were judging my heat specifically were of the seeing... Of, of sight. Seeing type. Yeah. Yeah. Had cataracts that work. Yeah. Um, At least lenses. minimum war glasses or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah I mean, they don't have to be, um, have twenty twenty vision to see the buckets you're throwing up, eh? Nah, well, you can I mean, be all pretty much blind and you'll see what you're pulling off. I, I can understand that maybe some of the surfing that I do is hard to actually fathom and comprehend. Yeah. You know, it'll almost it. look uh, otherworldly. Mm. So I can understand, uh, you know, that maybe it's like they're seeing visions or whatever, but um, so that that's why. But it, I thought the judging, did you watch any of the pipe? Because pipe's been, they oh. ha- they've had two days of pipeline. Um, they had uh, the men's on the day one and then the women's on the day two. Yeah, yeah I did see it. I saw some highlights on uh, social media. Yeah. Um, I saw some of the big dogs, you know, big rides like John John's Eights and some of those boys. Um, I saw the women's. It was a bit different. It didn't look as it good. It was. Yeah, it was different. Uh, the men's, that was amazing just to see some of those waves. That was some of the best competition, competitive surfing that I've ever seen. I'd, really? I'd say some what, of those. Ways. Tell me about some of your highlights. Um, Jordy Smith, he got a, a like a nine point seven, I think, and I th- that, that should have been a ten. Like you could say that the judges had cataracts or some kind of like he- mm. uh, you know, sight impairment. But yeah. I mean, I thought that was a relatively fair score. Uh, uh, John John's p- performance, um, Jack Freestone's performance. Um, some of the dudes uh, fucking ate some shit, which was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like to see. There was a lot of donuts that day. And we didn't get to see that, unfortunately. We didn't get to see that from the woman's side of things because yeah, when they were put out, they were put out when the waves were, you know, less than desirable, really. I noticed that. When I watched the men's, I was like, did they not surf on the same day? That, no, they don't surf on the same day. I, uh, you'd think they could have, like, if it was really, truly equal, yeah. they could have put the woman out on it's that day 20, when it was 2022 now, equality is important to women, and um, they didn't put them out. <laughs> they didn't put them out. Yeah, I was uh, I was a little bit shocked as a male feminist myself. I wanted to see the women out there showing what they could do, and 
they weren't. They weren't. They weren't even given a chance. They wow. had two rounds of the men, right? And they could have done one round of the men and then one round of the women after that. But they didn't. They didn't even give them a chance. So they put them out the next day when it was like half the size, and uh, and the women they performed. You know, yeah. they performed. They Not are. well, but they performed, and that's that's the main thing. And if equality is so important um, to women, then why wouldn't they give them a go? See how they go. See how they go. Exactly. Give them the shot. Like, Give them like the chance, Eminem, man. Eminem said on that on that song. He said, "I only want I only want this one chance, this one shot yeah. to make to give you everything I've got." That's verbatim Eminem. Um, and they weren't even given that chance because I mean, myself as a male feminist, like yeah. I wanted to see these women out there and, and surfing um, the same kind of ways that those men were surfing. Me too. Because there's there's nothing more equal I think than seeing. Not just a man wipe out, but just see... I, I just get joy when I see women eat absolute fucking shit yeah, on a wave. Because a I'm just like, that. that's the the true sign of equality. It is really it's, nice to it's, watch it's, a woman it's getting It's got to be about equal, equal in the success and mm. equal in the failure. Yeah, I really enjoy that too. And that's uh, a point for the WSL, I think, to maybe look at and think about. Because obviously they'll watch this podcast. Yeah, they uh, will. And uh, that's something that they could consider, is actually giving the woman the shot at the perfect pipe. And huge overhead, and and there are definitely some of the women who would struggle out there, but there were some men who struggled out there too. Yeah. Like there were a few guys out there who mm, they were pretty shit, you know. That wow, well, they weren't very good. I'm not going to comment because I wouldn't get out there. Yeah, but it's not about you. When you're a fucking um, like a backseat driver, yeah, you know, you can make commentary on these things that you're not good at. Okay. Yeah. So you're allowed to comment even though, like, I couldn't even have got out. Oh, no, absolutely. No, you're fine. You do that. Okay. Yeah. Perfect, man. Yeah. So but, and saying that about the men who were shit, there were some women who would be really good. Steph Gilmore, unfortunately, she was out because of COVID protocols, whatever that is. Would she make it? She'd surf good out there. She actually got a clip giving a really nice tube at the back door the other day. Would Bethany Hamilton make it? Bethany Hamilton. She's charging. Mm. She was actually very impressive. Mm. Uh, who else was there? Carissa Moore. Carissa Moore. Awesome. Uh, this local chick, Moana someone. What, the chick off the movie? No, not off the movie. Oh. Not off the movie. No, her actual name is Moana, which in we know that means ocean. Yes. Uh, I believe it must be the same in Hawaiian. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, very similar Maori yeah. and Hawaiian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- that's... That's, you know, basically a handful, like if you cut, cut one finger off, uh, of women yep. who would have been very impressive on that on that main Or an day. arm. Is that a reference to Bethany Hamilton? Yeah. Yeah, you can't talk about that. It's a disability, remember? Well, no, no. It was a shark attack. It was a shark attack. Wasn't it? Yeah, but that still left her disabled. Oh, she's oh, no, you not can't disabled? Talk about it. No, because there's a movie and a book about she it. She is out of pipe. That's, that's a true point. She is not disabled. She's just got one arm. She's just better than... A lot of guys, most guys. Does she surf really. better than you? Nah, she nah. doesn't surf better than me. She, she, she but if you've got most guys, right, most guys in the world that surf, yeah, and she surfs better than most guys. I was amazed at her paddling. It's unreal. Oh, just I don't know how she does that. She's got like some little handle thing on her board. Yeah. Which, is that cheating? That might be cheating. Yeah. That's an advantage. I don't have one of those. Uh, but you're right about equality. Yeah. Um, give the woman full-blooded pipe. And, uh, I would just love to see it. it. Whether, whether, whether they eat shit or they just get stand-up tubes all day, I don't care. I just want to fucking see it. At least once, give them a chance. Yeah. That's actually uh, the segment in the, the top of the podcast. I think we must have started. Hold on. I think we might have started this podcast. 
this week in pro surfing with yeah, the top. we never we never really have an intro to this, do we? No. But we have an agenda that we've we've written down. Um, but yeah, uh, hi, um, welcome to the podcast again. Uh, this Thanks is our for joining sec- us. second one back after a little absence. Absinthe. Yeah, absinthe. No, yeah, absinthe. Abscess. Oh, well, I had all three of those over summer, actually. I feel like you're just saying that for the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like did you didn't have any of those things. I had an abscess. Okay. Yeah. I never we, don't, we don't need to hear about that. Um, so on the agenda today, obviously, we've just talked about pro surfing. That's what's been going on. The Pipe Masters. Uh, hopefully, they. Well, I was thinking we maybe do some commentary on the Pipe Masters. Oh, yeah, I'd if, be really if, interested. If that's possible. I've had requests from people after we did that f- fucking fantastic job of doing the, um, what was it? What It was not the Olympics. No, it was The wasn't. O Games. It was the O Games. Well, when we commentated the O Games, can't call it the uh, the real name. We didn't have the rights to the No, we didn't have the rights to rings. use the name. Mm. Mm. So it was the O Games over in somewhere near Japan. Yeah. And uh, yes, I'll be very interested in that. When is it? It's tomorrow. Well, I'm not. I'm not sure when is it, it is. Is there a lay day today? There's a lay day today. Well, what's a lay day? Is that like a hump day? It's no. It's not like a hump day. Um, hump day is a Wednesday, right? You can have a lay day on a Wednesday, but generally a lay day is when there's not enough swell or it's, you know, not quite up to oh. up to standard for the competitors. Right. Yeah. So lay day, hump day. Yeah. Not the same or similar at all. Although they may sound. Like they would be the same sort of thing when you just, you same know, fuck like all day. Yep. You fuck all day. But it's not. It's when you just, you don't compete in an event and then the other one's Wednesday. Middle Because it's like a hump. In the week. On a camel. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that does sort of wrap up this week in pro surfing. Yeah, this week in pro surfing. That's that's what went down. And I'm really excited to see what else happens during this week and next week. Um, so I is think this not Pipe Masters? This is not Pipe Masters. This is the Billabong Pipeline Pro. Okay, so this yeah. is just a WSL event. The Pipe Masters is towards the end of the year when Apparently, things Apparently, yeah. You've done your research on this, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I was really looking into surfing, actually. Yeah, that's good. It's good to have someone on a surfing, uh, loosely related podcast who knows a little bit about surfing. Yeah. You, I feel like you're holding the team together. I am, man. And the next part on the agenda of driving things forward is uh, how, the fa- uh, how can you hide the fact that you may suck at surfing Using style. This is a topic. Is this a question up. that someone brought up? Oh, it's just been in discussions. Um, it has been in, the in discussion. Community a lot. I feel like it's been in discussion um, since the dawn of surfing. Yeah. Really? Can you hide? How do you your pretend? inability? How how can you hide your inability to surf using style? It's it's something that you'll see pretty much every time you go to the beach. Look out for it. It's yeah. right there. The um, dead giveaway. The dead giveaway is you can see someone. And they suck at surfing, you know. And you just watch them, and you're like, "What are they doing with their hands?" You know. Oh. And they, they generally they'll be doing something, something a little fruity with their hands. Do you, you mean know? while they're riding a wave? While they're riding a wave, sort yeah. of pointy. Yeah, it's kind of like they got their hands the, yeah. out. They just, you know, maybe maybe their hands are down down the side. You know, it's all in the arms. You got to watch people's arms because a lot of the time, surfers don't know what to do with their hands yeah. or their arms. Yeah. And there's a, there's times where people don't know what to do with the rest of their body, but they know what to do with their arms or hands. Yeah. And those are the people that generally suck at surfing, yeah. but they try to hide that fact by using style. And style's all in the wrist, yeah. wrist, hand, yeah. arm movement. Yeah. Okay. So you've already moved to the water. How how can you, um, what are some of the things people are doing to hide the fact they suck at surfing while still on the beach? Is it sort of the fancy gear? 
is that um, yeah. I, I did a haircut. So so no one, I can't surf right very well at all. So I shaved the sides of my head so I look like an animal out in the surf and then no one fucks me and I, I get to drop in on everything. Yeah, but I don't think that haircut has anything to do with your surfing ability. But like but you said, with equipment. It makes me look like I might be a bit rough not, and No, not, not really. Oh, not really. Fuck, not but that's, not, that's nothing to do with surfing ability. You're talking yeah. about intimidation, physical oh, yeah. intimidation factor. Yeah, I'm using that. Yeah, you okay. don't pull it off. But what I'm saying is um, with style, like you, you brought up, uh, it does come down to gear. You can kind of uh, fake the surf look. Yeah. Uh, if you have the latest and greatest boards, if you've got like a carbon stringer, yeah. if you've got, uh, if it's like a uh, like a brand new sparkly board, um, uh, a nice looking single fin that does a trick, just uh, just a board that is kind of new. Yeah. Yeah. What about those wetsuits that have the short arms? You know, I know it's a lot of good surfers sort of have a full wetsuit, but it's just got the short arms. Does nah. that sort of make you... No, it's not like, oh, really. He might actually know what he's doing. Not really. No? Okay. Nah. So wetsuits, you can't... What about the spring suits that are like the a singlet? Ah, yes, yes. A that's, John. That's, um, a short that, John. That's a good point. Yep. Um, you can use those to look like you're a, you're a good surfer. Uh, like a, a short Johnny thing. Because it looks like you're made for the to get out there and tackle the ocean yeah. and what it's going to throw at you. If you look like a waterman, sometimes you chuck a, uh, a, a stand-up paddleboard yeah. or a, a hydrofoil or something like that. Maybe, yeah, a couple of paddles or something like that. Just something to make make you look like you know about the ocean. Yeah, I can do anything in it. Yeah, I can do. I get out there and I lead Hamilton Kylie the shit out of that ocean. Yeah, that's what they do, eh? Yeah. Anything, any board, any Any machine. board, it doesn't matter. So um not okay. saying that they can't surf, but like there are ways to emulate that look and that style so that people will think you know what you're doing. Okay. So if you want to hide, um, you would sort of how to spot them. So if you want to hide the fact that you can't surf with style, what do you do? You get a new board, you get a short John. <laughs> you're going to stand out like a fucking sore thumb, You man. figure out what to do with your hands. You go to the mirror. You go to the mirror. You go you to the mirror, and you just practice what you're doing with your hands. Hands are like, that's 90% of surfing, right, is in your hands. Okay. You use your hands to pedal into a wave. You use your hands to push up. And then you use your hands to just do some Dance. some of this shit. Yeah. You know, some of uh, hand movements. Just, you know, just the, the, the limp wrist kind yeah. of, uh, it's like a vibe. I'm going I'm going to grab that, but not actually grab it. Yeah, like put your hover your fingers, Nothing and you throw closed. your elbows out, and you put your hands above your head. There's a whole bunch of different techniques that you can do, it. and that's what we we're actually trying to do the other day when we did that skateboarding, mm. uh, surf skate video. Surf skate. Is that I was trying to convey that whole um, style thing, you know, the hands. how you can practice style, yeah. but without even being in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. So surf skate. You've been. I'm glad you brought up that. Um, that video, actually, the surf skate video, uh, that's gone alright on Instagram. There's a few people have enjoyed that. <laughs> well, that's good. Curve I mean, ball. that's not like that's not really the point. The point is just to, you know, just put it out there. Yeah. Just and so, so, what are you discussing in that? You're just fully discussing that it's not surfing, that it's skateboarding. It, it is most definitely skateboarding, but there are ways that you can use surf skating to enhance your performance in the ocean. I mean, you're not going to get, obviously, any kind of skills out of it. Um, no. no ocean knowledge whatsoever, which is, you know, that's that's the main of basis it. of surfing. Yeah. But, you know, you'll get your hand movements. Mm. Yeah. You can get that out of surf skating. Is that pretty much it? That's, that, that's pretty much it, yeah. yeah. You kind of, like, do shit with your hands. 
Um, that that's basically what I think surf skating is. I haven't done a lot of it. I actually um, got one. Here. I actually had to make this board. Yep. Yeah, I made that uh, out of plywood. I got my skill saw. Got my skill saw and just chopped, chopped it into a surfboard shape. You've really round. You've sanded and rounded the edges a little bit. You've I did. Planed, you've planed them. Yeah, I didn't want to. It's like very nicely carpented, actually. Yeah, thanks. Been getting into a little bit of carpentry lately. What are you going to do with that? It's um, got trucks on there, wheels. Well, the thing is, it doesn't go very well, yeah. but it does look good. And it almost has transitioned into art after being used in creative content. Yeah, I guess. You know, I, natural I, life I guess. Form. I guess it is. I was thinking I could take a photo of it and sell it as an NFT and then take those funds and then donate them to a... Woman surfing. To a woman surfing? <laughs> no. No, I was thinking... They don't need any money. No, they don't. Yeah. They're equals now. Yeah. No, I was thinking I'd donate that to... I don't know. Blind what, surfers. Blind judges. Blind, blind judges. A blind judges fund. Bl- you could set to up get the blind judges off the panel. Yeah. And get them away from competitive and get professional surfing. Yeah. And put them in a, a farm or something like that, where they can all just roam around um, carefree. <laughs> banging into shit. Banging into themselves. You know, maybe just put them in like a bubble, like balls, you know, those bubble zorbs. Yeah. Something like that. Just a whole bunch of judges, or the judges at least that have been scoring me throughout my competitive surfing Just like history. a big padded room. Yeah. That's plenty of a place that looks like an old hospital. Yeah, just a padded... Padded, I mean, I wouldn't call it a cell, but like a box, yeah, a padded box, and just put all the judges in there, yeah, and they could just bump around into each other. But yeah, maybe I could do that, sell this as uh, as an NFT or even the actual thing, and then use those proceeds to go towards judges, um, putting them in asylums or uh, sorry, not asylums, just care pr- facilities, pr- blind prisons, care facilities. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, it's uh, been uh, very educational so far with uh, just, I guess, you sharing knowledge. People have asked online um, some questions again. Do you want to just rip, quickly rip through those? Yeah. We'll just make it quick fire, as is the theme of this normally. I, I kind of feel like we draw a lot of um, mundane shit out. Oh, it's not quick fire? It's more. No, but that's, long, that's generally what we do, right? Long and slow. Yeah. Okay. Um,. Will there be, this is a question from Nathan Cooley, will there be a surfer back on tour with a proper girth that a middle-aged man can relate to? You ever going to see a man with a good body out there? I hope so, but I'm thinking Wade Carmichael was our last chance. He was our last hope. What was his figurine like? His was like similar to yours, like quite, you know. Solid. Uh, solid. Semi-rotund. Tall? Uh, tall? Not tall. Not no. tall. Not stumpy. But not like not like an elongated, stretched out, um, masculine Greek god, you know, no, just yeah. like more like that, but then just like mushed, yeah. mushed down, mushed down. So a, yeah. a thick. An athlete time. though, an athlete. He had like he like if you just chiselled away, there'd be an athlete under there. Under me, not oh, under I'd you. Have, yeah, but why the have. fuck would I be talking about you? I'm talking about a professional athlete. You oh, you idiot. said he looked like me. No, I said he looked like you. But yeah. if we chiselled away at you, I feel like there'd just be more you. Yeah. But if you chiselled away at Wade Carmichael, there'd be an athlete under there for sure. Yeah, there must be. He's on yeah. the tour. Well, he was, was on, on tour. tour. Yeah. yeah, he's not anymore. But he's a fantastic surfer, and he was he was kind of like the flag bearer for the. Uh, you know, not middle aged because I think he was only like in his twenties. Yeah, but you know, just for that kind of uh, physique. Indeed. You know? Did he fail by not uh, not staying there? I almost felt like he was an overachiever, just an for overachiever. just for his body shape, his body type. Yeah, 
and especially with the way that professional surfing is going at the moment, a lot of it is going into the air. People are doing the air three sixties and all that sort of thing. He I, he wouldn't really do those in, in events. Nah. He'd just focus on that big carve, those big moves, and he did it bloody well. And yeah. I, I think that the person before him, uh, who he actually won an event was um, uh, William William Cardoso. One event. He won an event. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, they called him the Panda. They have a big rig. They called him the panda, and it wasn't because he had black and white splotchy skin. It was because he had the body shape of a panda. So sort of little boobs, a bigger sort of round, I drink beer, eat bread belly. Yeah. Into some boardies. Too um, many carbs. Would have, he, would have his belly overhung his boardies? Oh, 100%, yes. Wow, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, much like that's where I'm at, that's yeah. where you're at. I've been there for a while. He was flying the flag, but... Yeah, he okay. yeah he didn't he didn't requalify. He didn't surf that well though, to be honest. Oh, was he shit? Well, he wasn't shit. He was on tour, but he yeah. wasn't like he wasn't like Wade Carmichael. Like yeah. Wade Carmichael surfed pretty nice. So he's the best chubby surfer. But he was the next. He was the dude before Wade. Ah, you know, there the might panda. be someone coming up. You know, like a seventeen-year-old fatty. Man, I hope so. Yeah, good at surfing. Maybe it'd be nice to have like a, a fat chick. Yeah, you know? I mean that would be good. That would even that would boost the equality if we yeah. had a fat chick. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think I, you know what's ruining it is all these fucking coaches and all the, all that sort of shit. Mm. But, you know, putting these kids on diets, you know, mm. making them like waste away into these little svelte little athletes. It's just like it's sad because it's taken away from from the heart, from the core of what surfing is, which is surfing's always just been about being. Being a piece of shit, you know, just getting on the purse and then waking up in the morning and going for a surf and, you know, not being like a finely tuned athlete. That's surfing's never been about that, but now it's turning into tennis. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is turning. It's the science yeah. involved. Yeah, it's sports science. Yeah, Strength we need more conditioning sessions. Yeah, all that stuff. Yoga. Well, it's, it's all a waste of time. You can either surf good or you can't. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Okay, well, in answer to your question, Nathan, you don't think there will be, but we hope for a I fat fucking. I really hope there will be. I think there needs to be some serious changes uh, within surfing, within surf culture. Um, you can, you and can, until you've those, got the rig. I've got the rig. Unfortunately, I'm too old. Too old, yeah. And don't surf well enough. Oh yeah, close though. Pretty bloody close. Yeah, not really. Okay. Uh, heavy locals misunderstood. Jenny Craig weight. Oh, this is a similar question. This oh, that 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 Daltrin. does almost lead on. Jenny Craig weight loss group question mark. Ah, uh, heavy locals. Heavy locals. The term I think they're talking about the term heavy locals. Whether it is that is something to do with weight or heavy, like you find yourself in a heavy situation with a local. Yeah, like uh, he's a heavy, or yeah, he's just fat. But what does that mean? Like someone's a heavy. Like does that mean you're going to get in a heavy situation with a person? Yeah, they normally like like to fight and stuff. A heavy, a heavy bugger. Easy or does that just mean that fat people like to fight other people? I don't think fat people specifically like to fight. I can imagine that many fat people would like to fight other people. Yeah, because you're at a disadvantage initially. You know? yeah. Initially, like if you got someone who's like you know just kind of dances around you, you're in yeah. trouble. Yeah, you, you know, kick the back of your knee. You're going down hard. Yeah. Don't know how to answer that one, Dalton. I don't really know how to answer that, but uh, I understand what they're trying to say. Is it is it heavy local? Are they a heavy person, or is it like uh, are they taking command of a heavy sit, creating a heavy situation out in the surf? Are they just when you look at them and you weigh them, they're just heavier than they look? What do you mean weigh them? Yeah, when well you weigh, when you weigh people. What? How do you weigh people? Well, like I, I don't weigh many people. I just weigh my wife, and we just use scales. Oh. 
but it didn't matter. A debate. This is um, this is from Shark Wisdom Tooth Grinder. Yeah, that's too long. That's too long. Shark Wisdom Tooth yeah. Grinder. A debate about why men draw penises on their mates' car or on their surfboards. Why do why do guys draw dicks all the time? Should we look the science up? Make it real simple for them. You reckon? Why do men do it? Yeah. What do you think? Well, I, I mean, I've been theorising about this for, I mean, since I started drawing penises at the age of three. Uh, but I, I could never really Did get, to the, get to the crux of it, yeah. you know? I, I just figured men draw penises on everything because because it, it's it's kind of funny. Should I see what Google says? But why is it funny? It's to, trying to assert that they have power. Drawing penises over and over again are trying to assert they have power. That's fucking bullshit, Google. Why the fuck would you Google that anyway? Well, because we're, we're supposed to be coming up with the answer to this, not Google. Yeah, but that's that, the cheap, weak way out. Is when you Google something. It was just look at science. What does so science you wanted, say? So you wanted to just I go black and white. It. The science. No, I want a, a robust discussion because I think that that's wrong. You think that's wrong? Yeah, Google's wrong. That's not a what it's Google's about. not always right. I draw dicks all the time. Yeah, why do you draw penises? Um, because they're easy to draw. I know what they look like. They're the thing I'm probably most used to, and people draw what they know. I draw penises because I'm I'm scared of growing up, and it is quite an immature thing to do to draw a penis on, uh, like when you're in school, draw a penis on someone's books or you know draw it on the back of someone's car. And for me, why I still and always will draw penises is because I'm just trying to hold on to that youthfulness. And there's nothing that associates youth like a penis. You drew about 1,000 penises on your surfboard. Yeah, it was about 1,000 penises on my surfboard. And and that, once again, that's just to hold on to my youth. Because I, I think it's like hand in hand, you know, children, um, penises. You know, they just go hand in hand. Like So I can still relive my youth. Are you allowed to say that sentence out loud like I can that? Say what? Children and penises go hand in hand. Well, the way that you say it, it doesn't sound that good. But okay. like when I say it, I'm just talking about myself reconnecting with children by penises, you know, yeah. by, and by drawing penises. You're and when right. I say reconnecting with children, I mean reconnecting with my inner child by drawing dicks because it is immature. Okay. So if I want to, like, if, you know, say if I was at a kindergarten or something, I wanted to reconnect with my youthful self. And with children, I'd draw some penises. Mm. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm exactly the same. Mm. Uh, but I, I also do it because that's, like I said, what I know. And see, so Google is wrong. Google is completely wrong. Mm. Yeah. So it's nice to see what the science said, but that's not why I like to follow science all the time, because it's often wrong. Well, it is often wrong. Google is often wrong. Mm. Okay, um, we probably have more uh, questions here. Do you want to do one more? Sure. Okay, and it is, have you surfed Taranaki, the west coast of New Zealand? If you haven't, would you? a quick one there has to be better questions than that that's a fucking okay. stupid question uh, if you can't get sponsored and you sh- sh- show your super- superiority with others what's the point in surfing if you can't if you're not good enough to get sponsored what's the point in surfing that's what I always used to think actually was when I was a child when I first started surfing I, I started surfing initially your fucking dog just bumped the camera <laughs> he does that though. anyway when I first started surfing the whole goal was to get sponsored, right? That's what every kid wanted to do. They wanted to to get good enough to be able to, you know, do an aerial. And then once you do an air, at yeah, a certain age, you're fuck. getting sponsored. Surf shops all over you. 
Yeah, if you can do a frontside air reverse, you're going to get sponsored. It's inevitable. It's what's happening. Yeah. And when I was a child, I, I always thought that, hey, this is what surfing's about. It's about getting free T-shirts and free shorts and stickers to put on your board. Yeah. And as I grew up, I found that it wasn't just about, you know, free stickers and free board shorts and stuff like that. It was also about, you know, making money. Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and so if you got good enough, you could actually make money and get stickers and board shorts and t-shirts. Shit. So then it became about that, and then that's when yeah, I realised that hey, this is what surfing's really about. It's about money. It's it's about money. So it's all levels. about money. There's levels to sponsorship. There's, there's levels to sponsorship. What's after the stickers, boardies, t-shirts, money? So you get that second level, get money in there. What's the next one? Woman. Well, I think woman's part of that as well. Oh, yeah. What's the next one? Where's, where's but woman, woman just that basically comes with money. I mean, oh, it like goes hand in hand, right? Hand yeah. in hand, money woman, money, woman, same thing. Yeah, yeah. You get money, you get woman. It's just how it goes. It's you know. just like that's just how the cricket crumbles. It's how the world revolves. That's science. Yeah, that's science. That's a fact that you can find on Google. If you Google now, you said money, it'll say money is. It'll just start equates woman. to woman. Yeah. It'll just say money equates to woman. Yeah, and that's a fact that you can find on Google. But yeah, um, so what was the question again? Something about sponsorship? Yeah, just just sort of the the, the Is that why you surf? Yeah, no, yeah. that's why you surf. Like, what's the point in surfing if you're not getting sponsored? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like most people, if they don't get sponsored, they've failed as a surfer. They just, they weren't good enough to cut it, so. Is it okay to just go surfing for fun, though? <sighs> I mean, I've never personally done that, but yeah. I can, I've seen a lot, of, like, most people do that. Yeah, and to me, it just looks like you failed as a person, or yeah. failed as a surfer at least. Yeah. Um. So I mean, if you can try and tell yourself that you're having fun, even though you're not that good and never been sponsored, if you can get away with that and honestly believe it, if you can trick your body into believing that, then yeah, I guess it's acceptable. Yep. Cool. Okay. Um. Uh, it's another section of the podcast coming up. Oh, what have we got next? Um. This is more talking about. Oh, uh, this no. This is no. This. Do you want to skip this? No, well, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't even gonna skip that. I was just gonna talk about like something that I did yesterday. Yeah, go. Which was I put a post out there, or not a post, whatever it is, fucking social media thingies, and I said that if uh, if Spotify didn't take Six Sixties music catalog off the, the platform, all of the albums, all of their music, just get rid of what, delete it. Yeah. Then I was gonna pull this podcast off of Spotify. Fuck. Yeah. And I said that, and I meant it, but then at the same time, I just kind of thought, hey, you know, 660, even though I fucking hate them, and if you don't know who 660 is, it's a New Zealand band, and they just sing about vibes, it's like some poppy sort of... It's, it's New Zealand's most successful band ever, they got yeah. wonderful songs, big albums, yeah. so that's yeah, what whatever. New Zealand thinks. Yeah. That's what New Zealand believes, yeah. no one else has heard of them, mm. for 12-year-old girls, um, but if... Those twelve-year-old girls or people who are like me, like you, if they like that music, then you know why should I be the one to try and take that away from them? Oh, so you're retracting your statement now? I am retracting it. I'm taking it back. So keeping this podcast on the platform, regardless of six, six like if six sixty do want to take their m- music off Spotify, then that's entirely their on choice. them. You know, fingers crossed they do. But that's entirely on them. That's their that's their decision, and. This all came about because of Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's podcast, right? And uh, and Willie Nelson said that he was going to take his whole catalogue off of Spotify. Was it Willie Nelson? Uh, Neil uh, Neil Diamond. Diamond. 
No fucking. That's why I always um, say Neil Diamond and Neil Young. It was Neil Young. Neil Young. Always get those two mixed up. Very different music. Why Willie Nelson? He's another kettle of fish again, isn't he? Oh, well, I, Country. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it might have been Willie Nelson, but it wasn't. Regardless, uh, so what, what's his name? Neil, Di- Neil Young. Neil Young. Willie Nelson. Willie oh. Nelson and Neil Diamond weren't part of it. Neil Young said, if you don't take Joe Rogan off, then I'm taking my music off. Yeah. And uh, Neil Young fans were like, yeah, fuck Joe Rogan. Which was like off. six Spotify people. It wasn't a big group. I've got a couple of his songs on there, so I'm part of those six, even though I wasn't kicking up a fuss about it. But the problem with this was that um, if you're if you're doing that, that's setting a pretty fucked up precedent. You're just saying, well, I don't, I don't really um, like what that person's saying. I want them to be kicked off, you know. It's yeah. like you're you're against freedom of speech, basically. If you're just like, hey, uh, yeah, I, I don't really like what, like, because imagine the shit that we say in this podcast. Like I don't think most we'll people, anything. most people would disagree with this, and they would say, hey, you guys are spreading misinformation. Hey, yes, of course we are. Everything we say is misfucking information. Mm. But you can't just say, hey, look, openly, I don't like it. You got to get the fuck out of here. Okay. And because, like, have you heard Joe Rogan's podcast? Nah. Yeah. So he has a whole bunch of like anti-vaxxy people on there and shit because like that's his point of view that he likes to share. reject. He yeah. likes to share that side of the things, and he which can, is why Willie Nelson actually does like him. Willie Nelson is Willie Nelson anti-vaxxer. I'm pretty sure Willie Nelson's never had a needle. No, he smokes a lot of weed, so I think oh, he just medicates he that way. Weed. Yeah, yeah. So th- I think Willie Nelson was with Joe, um, but the point being that I. I'm not anti-vax, but I do want to hear what other people have to say. I don't want to hear other people's opinions because I'm just if I'm just hearing the shit that I want to hear, then I'm stuck in this fucking echo chamber listening to all the shit that I, you know, supposedly want to hear. I don't want to hear everything that I agree with. I want to hear the other side of an argument. Yeah. And if you take that other side of the argument away, then who just the fuck some, are we? It's just some pr- preaching. Exactly. It's just someone preaching. You're like Brian you're preaching. They New say Zealand preaching. They say preaching to the choir. Mm. You know, you don't need to preach to the choir. They're going to they really believe in the same shit. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking wrong. But hey, uh, I'm not taking my podcast off. Even though six six sixty are still on there. Even though six sixty are still on there. I mean, we can just hope and pray that, some, like, you know, they they decide they listen to, you know. Anything, yeah, this and they make that decision, Hmm. yeah. But that's what that was about, yeah. Okay, um, another one. Do you want to skip this one? (laughs) Go through the agenda and quiet now. No, that was that. No, that was right. Okay, so because we're looking at pipeline, we're looking at pipeline the other day, right? Oh, right. And they had the woman. They were all wearing helmets. I'll just draw a little arrow from there to link it. Yeah, not all of them were wearing helmets. I saw that. A lot of them were wearing helmets. And that's because, like, your brain, for some people, is the most important part of their body. For a lot of people, it's not. It doesn't really, it's, you know, yeah. um, insignificant. But for some of these pro surfers, they felt, felt like, hey, well, I better look after this, this, this brain. So they wear helmets out in the surf in case they get smoked. And, um, and it kind of made me think, you know, about sort of near-death experiences. Mm. Near-death experiences out in the ocean. And I, I personally haven't had many. Um, That's lucky. Yeah, which which is crazy. I surf a lot, and I surf yeah. Manu Bay, New Zealand's most crowded surf spot, uh, like frequently. Yeah. And you'd think 
Got a good chance of dying there. There's a lot of people who surf fucking shit and don't know how to steer a surfboard away from danger. Yeah. Um, so, fortunately, I haven't really been in too many near-death uh, situations. Wow. Yeah. But but there was a near-death situation that I was in the other day. Driving? And, um, or no, surfing? No. Well, if you'd just let me talk, I'd, sure. I'd explain it. Um, but this was something that I... Like, this was a moment where I really felt like this is what it must be like to be a big wave surfer. You know, I've surfed big waves. I haven't surfed massive waves. But at this moment, I thought, fuck, this must be exactly what it's like to be a big wave surfer. And it was because um, I was pulled up to a, a, a petrol station, right? Yeah. And uh, I was waiting to get my gas. And I saw this guy. And, he, you know, I was like, he, he looked like a, you know, kind of a semi-normal guy. A little, little bit inbred, a little bit redneck backward. Um, because that's, oh, yeah. you know, I was just out on the outskirts of Raglan. Yeah. Um, and then it, it wasn't until... I I saw him pull out a cigarette, you know. A durry. Pull out a durry. And I thought, hey, ah. this guy must be pretty fucking cool. He's got a cigarette in his hand. They're rich as well. He's got cash. Very, yeah. What about 40 bucks a packet of durries? It's just like rolling up five bucks and lighting it and putting it in your mouth. Basically. I was like, here, we've, got a, we've got a rich man. Yeah. We've got a rich man with... A rich um, inbred from out of Raglan. A, a rich inbred. Getting and petrol. Yeah. And then... This moment, like, just the sudden fear struck me, you know, where I thought, shit, this might be it for me, was when... because oh, he's at a gas you know, station. ...was when he, he lit up the cigarette, <laughs> when he was pumping petrol, and I thought, holy shit, th- this must be what it's like when you see a set wave looming at the back at Jaws, you know, and you're stuck on the inside, and you're just, holy shit... And then he put that cigarette in his mouth and started smoking. He's got like one one hand on his ciggy and then one hand like pump of gas. And I was like, "Oh my god!" You just see this fucking massive wave coming in. He's like, "Did oh, you run shit. or did you stand there and wait?" Well, I was a little bit like, I was like in shock. I was like, you yeah. know, just in shock. It's just a scary like, moment. You know, you just don't know what to do. Like I assume it'd be the same thing if you're stuck on the inside of Jaws when yeah. a big wave's coming. I was just sitting there, just like, "Holy shit! Is he gonna yeah. fucking? Is he gonna kill us all?" You know, Boom. And, and I was just like, and uh, another thing w- which I was in awe of, which was just like, how 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 does he have like the motor functions even to be able to do that? To be able to like, well, for one, buy a packet of cigarettes. Mm. You know, like having the mental ability to be able to do that. Yeah. Because we're talking about a guy who's like smoking a cigarette at a gas station while pumping gas. You know, how does he have that ability to even yeah. light a cigarette? Yeah. You know, buy a packet of cigarettes. Yeah. How I can he like have the the hand eye coordination to even like light one? Cause so that was kind of going through my head and the whole fucking getting blown up and dying at a gas station and then the scene out of Zoolander. Because he's so he must be so mentally stupid. Yeah. And yeah. Physically just just stupid. Du- just a fucking moron. How unsafe is you it know? actually though? What is the science? Well, have you ever lit in petrol? Yeah. But yeah, it's flammable. So as. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you can probably understand then. But you it's know, in well the hose, like man. It's in the hose. It's not in. The, it's just not out near your face. But it could be. Yeah, I don't think you understand how petrol works. How does it work? Yeah. So, like, if you lit some petrol at a petrol station, uh, like everything goes on fire. You the know, whole bag. Just it's all on fire. Everything's on fire. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. And so, I mean, you can understand how I was like, you know, a little bit fearful. But also, Can like, it light fascinated. The fumes? Can it light the fumes? Ah, light the fumes, yeah, yeah. So I was I was terrified, but I was also fascinated, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, did, in the end, did you like him or hate him? Um, well, I kind of, like, at, at initially I thought he was a fucking idiot. Um, but then 
like I thought about it for a while and still a fucking idiot, but it it was interesting. It was an interesting thing that happened. You ended up at the pub with him a couple of years? No, I definitely Mates? didn't. I definitely didn't. No. Because it's not often that you see someone trying to light a cigarette while pumping gas. Nah. Like that's the next level of fucking stupid. Yeah. So it was just cool kind of like to see someone doing that, but also scary to think that there are people around yeah, that just walk walk uh, walk amongst us who are like he's that. He's a risk taker. Yeah. So uh, so that was a good glimpse into what it must feel like to be on the inside watching a you know a wave at Jaws just loom, and then you know, John and then John it just kind of dissipating or something. I don't know, getting whipped up, picked up by the jet ski. Do you want to hear, hear a real quick version of my near-death experience? It's got nothing to do with surfing. I'd love to hear your near-death experience. I crashed my motorbike. The motorbike landed on the back of my head, crushed my bones, broke all my fa- broke all my bones in my face. It's good, eh? I got thirty-two metal plates. I don't know why I said yes. Yeah, but this guy was smoking a cigarette at a gas station, which is, that one's kind of... Oh, your story's way better. Yeah, it's, it tops your one. I was, I was hungover driving on a dairy farm. And you went off, off a cliff. I drove right. off a cliff, yeah. You drove off a cliff. How many bones did you break? Uh, all of the ones in my face and my skull, and the top ones, in, the top of the ones in my neck. Yeah. And my arms. <laughs> I fucking ate it. I yeah. ate it. It was a proper that eat. Would've, that would have been quite sore, eh? Uh, nah, shock, man. Yeah. When you go when you go into that moment of flying off the cliff, you go into shock. So everything sort of slows down. You had time to think, and I knew that I had to get away from the motorbike. So what did you have to? Did you like have to like stop, drop, and roll, or like? I just landed on my face. I like went off. It was pitch black. It was four in the morning. I went off, and everything went light and slow. When I say light, like I mean like gravity light. And then I landed on my face. I remember feeling the impact, and then the motorbike just landed on the back of my head. Yeah. So like after you and that's all. After you came out of it, with the doctors like, you know, you did the right thing. Thank God, like, because this is what doctors they, say. They were like laughing. They're like, thank God, you, um, you broke your fall with your face. Yeah, yeah. Like, because yeah. most people do stupid shit, like roll off onto their shoulders or legs or whatever. They're like, you did the best thing you could have done, and just you it know, would have been took like a fall. full scorpion. Yeah. If someone, I wish someone could have filmed it. You did a turbo scorpion. <laughs> yeah, bang, and then the motorbike, bang. Oh. I don't know how it didn't kill me, but um, they just sort of laughed and said. Shit, you're lucky. Mm. That's all they said. I guess we've we've both got two pretty good near death experience stories. Yeah, yeah, and they're both equal in near they death. Are, they are both definitely equal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, right. The next part of the podcast uh, on the agenda is something very close to my heart, and I know something you've um, had a lot to do with. Mm. Grom abuse. Yes. Yeah. Grom abuse. Is it a thing? Should it be a thing? And what are some examples of grom abuse so people can um, either get into it or get out of it I, I'm just wondering if people still do it mm. if people remember it was a thing and if people are still like have PTSD from some form of grom abuse that they received when they were a grom yeah um, so I guess uh, can we what wha- what is a grom is that someone who is that a, a person under 13 or under 16 or is it someone new to surfing or is that it man look you've already asked too many questions oh. I don't know like a grom is basically a, a, a kid a kid so child I guess when you're eighteen, okay. eighteen, you turn, you you come out of gromhood into. Oh uh, yep, that's um, fair. Leave school, but then there's no micro grom. I think micro grom might be under twelve, under ten, something like that. Yep. No one's actually written a book on this shit. Maybe we should do that. Yeah, well, I've, I've I will say it now. Okay, a grommet is someone who's under eighteen. Oh, so is the word grommet? Grom, grommet, whatever you know. Something to do with like a, a thing that something you put in your ear. Yeah, and don't grommets. ask me, don't ask me where that fucking name came from. I do not know. Grommets. Yeah. And uh, and we'll go micro groms under ten, 
Right. That's good. Yep. Yeah. Micro groms. Micro grommets. Micro grommets. Yeah. So we'll just so we've got that in writing now. And That's just official. so like you know you get problems with like dads on sidelines. Uh, if you've got a big ten year old, yeah, like a fat or a solid or a tall ten year old. They're still a micro grom, aren't they? So the other parents need to they shut are. up and I leave that grom alone. I think it's an age thing, yeah. And that takes us back to grom abuse. Grom abuse, yeah. So this was a big thing when I was young, when I was growing up. Uh, grom abuse. It was a way, uh, I guess it was an initiation into into surf culture, really. Yeah. It was a way of... A patch. Yeah, it was a way of sub- subduing. Is that the right term? Enduring. Um, subduing children so that they don't... Subduing. Uh, they don't yep. get too big headed, and um, and, and mainly just oh, it was kind of a form of like uh, torture. Um, okay, so what are some examples of grom abuse? Uh, well, I mean the classic ones, just like you know, like a dead arm, like something yep. like punch in the arm. Yeah. Uh, another one where people would um hang a, a child by their feet uh, into a into a toilet bowl. Yep. Um, a bog wash, that's a bog what wash. that one was called. Yep. Um, uh, duct taping children to a, a power pole. Yep. Uh, that yep. was another one. Yep. Um, and is this surfing like related? Are you doing it in surf situations or are you doing it anywhere? Um, this is this is mainly uh, part of surf culture. Surf culture. You know, it was a rite of passage for children. They have to go through so these uh, forms of torture to be Raglan, accepted. At the at Money Bay car park, this is where you hang. You've got the kid upside down at those local toilets yep. there. Yep. Um, and then you're flushing their hair directly into into, into a bowl. Into that yeah. bowl, and uh, yeah, okay, got you. And the yeah. lamppost at the car park. So all the other lamppost at the car park. Car park. You know, t- you strip the child naked. Yep. Um. You so you've got a naked child, and then you just duct tape the naked child to a, a, a power pole. Well, yeah. one of the more clever forms of abuse I witnessed was um, people carry a pair of scissors with them, and just as the grom sort of paddles past, snip the leash. Oh yeah. So then, when they fall off, they've got no board, and they're just out in uh, heavy waves. Uh, as well, that's uh, horrible. You're destroying someone's personal property. Yeah, I know. That yeah. was the rough part of that. That's one. horrible. Yeah, the like damage you do to the leash. That they could be in some serious trouble out there without a leash. Well, there's that too. Yeah. So you've damaged the leash, and you but. You're f- flushing kids into a coli-ridden. Um, oh bus. man! But it's just a, it's just a little bit of hazing. I wasn't personally doing this, but I mm. knew people who had had this Sorry. happen to them. Yeah, you were talking about. Yeah, it, and yeah. then you know, there's other things like rubbing dog shit into the kid's face. Um, we pissed in someone's shoes actually. Oh, while they're out there, the um, shoes are. They, out. Well, they were out surfing. They'd left their shoes. I mean, it was kind of their fault. Like, who would just leave their shoes? Who's we? Uh, me and a friend of mine. Uh, but this no, this didn't count as grom abuse though, because the person's shoes that we pissed in, they were older than us. D- um, did you know them? We knew them. Were yeah. they friends of yours? Mm, no, they weren't friends. They were acquaintances. Uh, acquaintances. Yeah. So you just surfed at the same spot. Yep. You didn't like them. I didn't dislike them, but it was like their shoes were there. Like, what are you supposed to do if someone's shoes are there with no urine in them? And he's like, well, you know, we could just leave them there. Well, yeah, true. Or, because you're a 12-, 13-year-old kid, you're just like, well, you know, why would we not piss in these shoes when there's an opportunity right there to piss in them? So two people pissed in them? Yeah, yeah. One shoe each. at the same time? One one shoe shoe each. each. No, we just took a shoe each. Covered your We did it very respectfully because, no, we we took a shoe into the toilet um, and then urinated in the shoe and then came back out and placed them there. Well, in future, the best thing about pissing in a shoe is you can just put the shoe, the heel part of the shoe, over your whole genitals, your testicles and all, and your penis, and you can just urinate, and you no one even really knows. Way. You, you just hold the toe. 
But like to get the most enjoyment and satisfaction out of it, you just want you want to do a normal piss. You want you to stand watch up. It, yeah. You want to aim into the shoe. Yeah. But the the sad thing about it though was that the guy didn't even realise that we'd pissed in his shoes. Oh, because his feet are wet. He well, no, no, because the yeah, the, no, because the shoes. Well, because his feet are wet, and and the piss just seeped into the shoe. Into the sole. Yeah, it just seeped in there. It didn't like we were we were expecting it to be like a little pool of piss in the shoe. And uh, it and it was rather damp in there though, but you're right, it's would have been. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh. But um yeah, so I mean that's that's grom abuse, but that that was to someone older than us. So I don't so think it really It's just more bullying. Really worked. I think it's yeah. bullying. Was that bullying? I think you can call that bullying. I think I was a bully yeah, when I was twelve. Yeah. Um yeah. But I was led astray. My friend was way worse than me. Okay. And then this other guy, uh, other guy um, shat on someone's board. That was a cool. That was quite cool. A real poo. Uh, it was a poo. Yeah. Well, um, we at a party or in the surf car park? Or it was in the car park. Yeah, I'm not even sure if this was a this was Grom abuse either. Was, uh, was although the, he was a Grom. Who, who, who the guy who owned the board? Where was yep. he when the shit was happening? He was in the car because he had locked the guy out of his own car. And he'd locked him out, and he was just like, oh, I'm not letting you in, I'm not letting you in. And the guy was like, well, you better let me in, I'm going to shit on your board. And he was like, ha ha, you're not going to shit on my board, and I'm not going to let you in the car. And then he was just like, I'm going to shit on your board. Why did the guy want to get in the car? Because it was his car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he wanted to get changed and then Let me in my car. No. Yeah. I'm going to shit on your board. And he's like, no, I'm not going to let you in your car. And there's like, I'm going to shit on your board. You won't shit on my board. I will shit on your board. And he shat on his board. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my did life. Did he take it to the bathroom like you did with the shoe, or did he just no, do it in the car No, he park? just popped a squat right then and then, shat on his board so he could see it. The kid was looking at the back window of the car, just watching this guy, 10 years older, mind you, shit on his board. So the guy that did the poo was 10 years older than the 10 ca- years older. Which I'm pretty sure if you did that was now... Was it his child? Would that be illegal? Uh, you know, you're allowed to shit on people's boards. You're allowed to shit on, yeah, shit on a board. Yeah. It's not illegal, is it? No. It's just, it, it's it's considered abuse. You know, it's not even frowned upon. If it's funny, if there are people laughing at it, then it's fine, I think. Yeah, comedy gets you, you can get away with anything and use a little bit of comedy. I think, you, yeah, yeah, I think you can. Uh, okay, so we've kind of brushed around some of the answers here. Grom abuse, is it a thing? Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah it is a thing. a thing. It's a thing that's definitely existed in the past. People need I'm to be aware sure, of it. It's I'm like not sure if it's still going on now. I think it's more... Uh, online abuse. Yeah, you know, everyone's attached to their phones, and it's all. I think Grom abuse now is just like leaving a like a, a nasty comment on someone's Instagram post. Yeah, yeah. And but I don't know because I'm not partaking in any of it. Yeah. I think it's horrible. Yeah, Bullying. Okay. Um, we've gone through some examples. So people get an idea. So I guess just think about your own Grom abuse in your own world. Are you doing it? Should you be? Yeah. Uh, Ask if you are, those questions. And there is an argument for both sides. If you are a victim of Grom abuse. Um, I mean, harden up, you well, know, because yeah. you're only a Grom till you're 18, so yeah. you got to worry about. And then you can and then inflict Grom abuse. Yeah, exactly. And then if you are over 18 um, and you are uh, you are inflicting the Grom abuse, then that's just that's just the cycle. That's just the cycle, really, isn't you're it? Maybe they need to still grow up, too. Yeah. It's weird, like, well, no, far older uh, than yeah. It's like a tricky up, one, man. isn't it? If yeah. you're abusing, why are you looking at, why are you abusing Groms? But grow up, but then also, like... Understand. You're, yeah, understand. Accept it, but then also like grow up because it's pretty fucked up That's that he, weird. he abused children. Yeah, because they are so, children. I mean, ultimately, we could say child abuse is bad because it's essentially Grom abuse. Because when well, we no, look Groms at Groms... Groms are only surfers and they can take it better than anyone Groms else. Groms are under 18, which is a class as a child, right? Yeah. So if you just substitute that, Grom abuse, for child, Grom child... It's ch- child abuse. Well, this really, gets tricky, it? the word... Because ch- in New Zealand, I think 16... Under 16's a child. 
Okay. So okay. it's hard, you know? Yeah, but it's still uh, child abuse, really. Yeah. So, yeah, when, when I think about it, um, I was abused as a child. Yeah, you definitely were. I was abused as a child. There's still heaps of signs. You've got PTSD yeah. from it, for I sure. That's what I, yeah, that's kind of, I guess that's where I was heading towards for this whole thing was that, you know, myself and my friends, we were all abused as children. For being surfers. Just for being surfers. Someone, you know, just keen kids who wanted to get into a sport that we loved and we thought would be, you know, we thought was the best thing ever. Mm. And we were, we were abused for that love. Um, Well, I've only heard stories about you abusing others. Have you got anywhere, what's something maybe happened to you? No, I don't, no, these people were older. It doesn't count, I told oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Were you getting them back for something? Oh, I don't know. I yeah. can't remember that, but... It sounds like you were inflicting grom abuse, but you were more of a grom abuser. Nah. No, I was... No, you, you I, were nah. a grommet. Nah, no inflicting way. Inflicting abuse. No way. I'd it's just a... That. that sort of crossed my mind. I don't yeah. know if it's true or not. Um, but it is, okay. it is kind of... It, yeah, when you when you... When you look at it at another angle, it's kind of like, yeah, well yeah you just it's sort physical of break abuse. Down the facts child there. abuse. Yeah. Yeah, if you break it down, really, isn't it? Grom abuse is child abuse. It's quite black and white. Yeah. Um, do you want to get into the awards? Ah, well, part yeah, of show? We'll, just, we'll just gloss over all that. Um, awards. The awards part yeah, of the show. Yeah, that's right. Um, so this, this podcast features ah. two awards each week. Um, very prestigious well, no, awards. it's one award. It's oh, one award. Yeah. Okay, it's Goofy Footer of the Week. Yeah, it's one award. And Goofy Footer of the Week is basically we give an award out to the person or entity uh, which, it, which um, embodies all the traits of a Goofy Footer, which is basically fucking awesome, you know? Just top. Just awesome, top really. shit. Just, just the shit, the duck's nuts. Yeah. And um and then we have another award which is natural footer of the week was which is the polar opposite yeah. of goofy footer of the week which is shit just you know just the worst thing annoying you know just fucking annoying terrible Loud. just obnoxious you it know so because there has to be a, a an up to every down a yin to every yang uh, a night to every day so um this week's goofy footer of the week it was a tricky one I I thought um. We maybe could have given Goofy Footer of the Week to our significant others, our partners, um, <laughs> and that was my reaction. But but I I feel like they deserve that every week. Oh. You know, they deserve that every week. So instead, I gave it to international travel. Oh yeah, what have they done? Well, I just thought international travel is fucking awesome. You know, it is just cool. like every week. Mm. You think international travel, and you think, oh, awesome. You think that's something? That's something. You know, that's goofy footerish. Yeah, that is. It is. It is cool. Everyone loves it. Yeah. Do you know anyone that doesn't like it? Not many people don't like international travel. No, and that's like the same with goofy footers. Everyone loves goofy footers. Yeah, unless you're going somewhere shit like, you know, say if you're going from Australia to Gisborne, like that's not that good. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's more people, about the destination. That's more about the destination, not the whole international travel aspect of it. Uh, it's good when you go with Air New Zealand. Sometimes I went with uh, maybe Lufthansa one time. That oh, was, Lufthansa's good. That was, I took a rough hit. Did you? On yeah. Lufthansa? Yeah. What was, no what, what was so bad about Lufthansa? They didn't have a working toilet for over half Are you kidding me? No. They could, one of them, there was only one to start, and then uh, that one fucked out. And then so we had heaps of people who needed to go for a shit. On Lufthansa? On Lufthansa. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And then they... Uh, not everyone got their meals. This was a long flight. It was 12 yeah. hours. So only maybe half the people got fed. Uh, maybe they did that on purpose to slow down the bowel process, actually. I was, no I was just thinking that's... Is it that's smart? 
that's classic German behaviour though. Because like, if I think of all the German backpackers in Raglan, they all shit where they want anyway. Yeah, they don't true. even use toilets. So they were just offering their service, and I just caused a bad experience for myself. I should have just got amongst it, shit where I wanted, and ate what I wanted. Mm. I was so Lufthansa? Polite. Lufthansa, no. No, no. I was just New Zealand's good. No, we're talking about in, uh, international travel. Yeah, I just sort international of saying travel. It, it does depend yeah. on who you go with, but you're right. You just got to be open to who you what you're about to experience. Hmm. I'm I'm really looking forward to going on a surf trip overseas, travel. international travel. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been on a surf trip in about ten years, which is fucked up, really. Yeah, that is. But uh, up. I haven't been in ten years. Where are you gonna go? Oh man, look, I I go anywhere. Honestly, I'd go anywhere. I'd love to go to Indo. I'd like to go to Bali. Used to spend a lot of time over there, so pretty keen to get back there and get some some decent waves. Yep. Um, eat a couple of Nazi gurings, me gurings, and um. But if not there... What's the beer they have know. there that people buy oh, the t That'll give you the bintang. shits. That goes straight through you. Yeah. Is yeah. that the best thing about it? No, it's not that enjoyable, oh. really. No. Do you drink like Aussie beer when I you're mean, over there? No, the beer's good, but oh. it's just the shitting it out oh. is not that, not that comfortable. But you're shitting so much over an Indo, like it could be anything that gives you the shits. So basically anything that you ingest is going, you're going to get the shits. Mm. Um, but yeah, okay. in, in, international travel... Well done, international travel. It's not yep. a person so much this time, so it's just a no. Thing. But it's still it's like it's still a goofy foot of kind of it's thing. Got the traits, you know. It's got the traits of a goofy yeah. footer. Like okay. fucking awesome. Who is your natural footer of the week? Just because we better equality. Yeah. Well, you know? we gotta we gotta balance that out. Mm. And I was thinking, what is like the opposite thing of uh, international travel? And that is obviously New Zealand's MIQ situation that we currently have. Oh yeah, it's um, a little. Uh, people are frowning upon it, eh? Now, yeah, even internationally. Internationally, yeah, we're we're Same. not looking too good, and and that's because uh, we can't travel because we can't come home. We can leave, but we can't come back. Um, or or we can't. No, we can go into a lottery. So this is pretty cool because everyone loves a lottery. A little bit of a gamble. So yeah. it's just like I want to leave, but then I want to gamble to see if I can actually come home. Yeah, you know, which is exciting, but it's also pretty fucked up that yeah. you can't come back home. And there's like, you know, thousands of New Zealanders who are overseas who can't come home. So uh, in that way, it's pretty fucked up and probably not that fun. They're just not allowed. Yeah, not that fun of a lottery. It is pretty out of it. They're not allowed to come home. But is it good? Because um, we've locked the doors, man. It's good for some people. Like if you are a surfer. We're here. We're inside. Yeah. yeah. If you're a surfer, and surfers generally tend to be very selfish yeah. uh, and you don't want your local spot like say for instance Raglan yeah. to be overcrowded with tourists then it, it's great for that it's sick for that but if you're basically anyone else apart from that uh, selfish prick then it's not really that good okay yeah so you need yeah. money you need people you need, you need lives money. you need love you need laughter you need joy yeah and they still haven't changed it it's still two that. weeks it's still two weeks right it's still two weeks in quarantine hotel and that costs about $3,000 New Zealand. Yeah. And that's so that we don't get COVID in the community, even though we already have COVID in the community. I haven't got it yet. Yeah, neither have I. But, it, you know, if you think about it, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Because at the moment, if you catch COVID in New Zealand, uh, you can um, quarantine at home. Is this right? misinformation? You can this, end up no, like Joe no, Rogan. No, this is real. This is real. 660 might take their shit off the platform. Oh, if you fuck 660. Mm. But this is real shit, right? So you, if you catch COVID, if you are actually sick, you can just hang at home and get better. But if you 
a travel to New Zealand where you have to be double vaxxed and you have to have a negative test and a booster and you have to win a fucking lottery yeah. to get a room. You got to be you lucky to come st- here, man. You you got to stay in that room for two weeks. Fuck, it's and a be mission. monitored every day. But if you if you actually have COVID, yeah, yeah fucking it's sweet. So it just kind of doesn't add up, really. If you're an international, you're watching this. You should come here, though. Try. Yeah. Good luck. Well, as soon as we Good open the doors, luck. we must open them soon. Yeah. Oh, I think we've been saying that for the last year, and it oh. hasn't hasn't happened so far. I think they were they were talking about that in November, and they're like, "Yeah, we're almost going to open up the open up the doors and let people in," uh, but they didn't because it's February now. Um, okay. But so that's putting the whole international travel thing, um, putting the brakes on that at the moment. So natural footer of the week, the person natural footer of the least week. like a goofy footer is MIQ. Yeah. MIQ, yeah, that's fucked. What does that stand for? M- uh, Ministry of Information and... Okay. No, m- managed, well, managed Isolation Quarantine, maybe? Okay, good, because it just says Mick. Mick. So I was yeah, it says Mick. That's how was. you would say it, Mick. Yeah. Yeah. MIQ, Mike. Did two, weeks in, did two weeks in Mick. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's not Cost that you funny. three grand for two weeks of Mick. Three grand of Mick. Yeah. But yeah, I don't want to do it. I know people have done it. Um, <laughs> if you spend three grand on Mick, you get two weeks worth, though. Two weeks? With a Mick. Have you two spent weeks of Mick. For three grand. Oh, is this sexual innuendo? No, M- yeah. Mick. No, no, no. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I, I know what you're doing because you do this every time we do a podcast is you try and, like, you know, slide in some sleazy sexual innuendo. But I, I've only you done know, it Mick. once. But I've only done it once this whole podcast. Yes, that's, so because, that's, way that's because I remember about 10 podcasts ago, I said you can only do it once a podcast. Well, let you, me have that one. You can have that one. But I'm still I'm bringing that up. I'm bringing that point up. You're still going to show the, the... Yeah, okay. Because I feel like I just need to address that whenever you you know, bring up that section. Was it a good one? No? Nah, it was, oh. it was average. It was pretty fucking average, man. It was Mick, though. No one uses Mick anymore. No one uses the word Mick anymore. They should. You reckon? Mick, Mick is one of the better words. I've heard people referring to Mick as a range of different things. But do you reckon... And I find none of them as audibly pleasing. Yeah. Do you reckon many people even know what Mick means? Or is that just an outdated word? Um, wow. That's maybe another question for another podcast. <laughs> okay. No more Mick. Yeah. I'll move on from Mick. That's it, man. Was that it? Yep. Mm. We'll finish there. Thank God. Oh, fuck. I didn't even drink my beer. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. What a fucking amateur. That's all right. We can have it now as we sign off. Oh. Thanks, everybody. Yep. Um, anything else you want to say, Luke? Not really, eh? I just want to reiterate everything that I said, and I stand 100% by everything that I've said on this podcast. And when I say everything I've said on this podcast, I mean every podcast that I've ever done. <laughs> and that's how I should sign off every one. Just like I stand behind everything I say. I can't open that. Something's wrong. Do you want, uh, anything you want to? Nah. I don't stand by anything. Oh. I'm untrustworthy, unreliable, and slightly overweight. Sweet. I'm not flexible whatsoever on any of my opinions on this podcast. And they will stay that way forever. So you can quote me on this. If ever, anyone ever wants to drag up anything that I've said in the past on a podcast, do it. Because I stand by whatever the fuck it was that I said. <laughs>